0: hello this is harrison kim and you're listening to working with people by pave the working with people podcast is for executives managers and people leaders we bring people experts together to provide you with relevant content on how to think about and manage your most important asset your talent we have andrew here with us today We're going to be talking about high-growth organizations, priorities, challenges, and I I think he's going to bring a lot of interesting insights, especially related to people. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Hey, doing great. Glad to be here. Where are you calling in from? San Francisco Bay Area. Awesome, awesome. It's the first day
1: of October. Uh, How's the weather looking over there? Probably better than where I am in New York. You know it's cool cool mornings in the in the 50s. Although I just heard that uh, you know my my small kids are in elementary school here, and there was a water main break, so uh, you know the kids are off school today. You may you may see a stampede at any moment. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good.
0: Um, so today again we're going to be talking about high growth challenges with that and, and priorities around high growth in or in high growth organizations. But let's start with you first, Andrew. Tell us a little bit more about you, uh, what you do, what makes you passionate. Uh, tell us more.
1: Sure. Well, thanks. Um, I've, I've been doing human resources work for more than 25 years. Um, it, you know, as we talked before the show, you know, unlike a lot of people, I didn't fall into the function. Um, I actually went to school for it. And then I went to grad school for it. And then I've been following that track for um, an entire career at giant fortune 50 companies like you know pepsi and general electric wells fargo at mid caps and at startups you know that experience came together where i had an opportunity three or four years ago to be the the head of hr for a company that went public uh, now known as invitation homes real estate tech company and uh, it was a great ride was there for a number of years pulled my golden parachute uh, during a, a merger and uh, you know, started on my bucket list book, that's behind me on camera, Scaling for Success. And I started consulting and advising, and really most of my work right now is wrapped up uh, in mentoring other HR leaders. Yeah, I, I say kind of tongue in cheek, people fall into the function, but you know, it's true. It's a true in, in a lot of cases, and a lot of new people to the function, or in their first top job, or, or new startups. And so, what I try to do is support and educate them and help them be more successful in that top job. Perfect.
0: Perfect. All right. So let's dive right in. Can you define, first of all, what high growth means you know, to you? Like what does an organization um, look like or
1: feel like when you're talking about high growth organizations? Yeah, the uh, term itself can be defined as headcount growth of 50 percent or more in a 12 month period. You know, my, my co-author and I referenced that a couple of times. And you could talk about revenue in one context. And in the human resources context, it's about headcount. So mm-hmm. 50% year over year. And, and we thoughtfully talk about high growth rather than startup, because high growth can happen for mid-cap companies. It can happen with private equity portfolio companies that are growing rapidly or, or even through merger. So, you know, high growth doesn't necessarily mean tiny it means <laughs> rapidly growing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So let's talk about the challenges that you've seen across the spectrum, right? You've worked at startups, you've worked at MakeCab, you've worked at enterprises. What are some of the biggest challenges experienced by these high growth organizations?
1: Yeah, well, high growth typically means high change. And in a high change environment, what you're dealing with most frequently is too much stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, priorities are changing rapidly and you're dealing with some measure of chaos, whether you have a lot of people on board at your high growth company or just very small, it's the management of those priorities that is probably the most thematically common issue that those groups are dealing with. Gotcha. Have you thought about how to
0: prioritize some of these areas and focus areas for these rapidly growing companies?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That being the number one challenge What they're usually dealing with is, hey, can I move these 30 things an inch? Mm -hmm. Or can I be more selective and focused to move three things a mile? And and what's really challenging but necessary for organizations to do is have that focus. And so the, the answer for too much to do, too many priorities, is to focus and to think about what is your plan. First, what's your plan at the company level? What are your top few goals? What's most important right now, as Patrick Lencioni might say, and then what's most important for any major units within your group? Maybe that's your HR team. Maybe that's your engineering team, ensuring that that ladders back up to the high-level company goals. So I I end up doing a lot of work for the HR leaders that I mentor, helping them create their people plan. Mm -hmm. What are the most important things that your function should do? And often they have trouble doing that because the company hasn't articulated their shortlist. So we end up working on the company first and then, then working at, uh, at the functional level. Got it. Got it. Any, any like common priorities that
0: you see for these rapidly growing companies, I'm sure, you know, retaining and you know, recruiting, there's some flavor there, but anything that you see from a, um, you know, from all these organizations.
1: Oh yeah. Well, high growth means in, in our context, rapid headcount growth. So that means recruitment. Is a, is a thing, it's a big mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That means uh, onboarding and interviewing is, uh, is important to all of those groups. Uh, that usually means that you have a bunch of new managers, new to managing their teams, and so manager skills are a mm-hmm. big issue. Um, a, another common theme is communication. When, things are, when the company's rapidly growing and things are rapidly changing and priorities are evolving, uh, being clear about what's most important right now, who will do what, you know, just what's happening right. even simply if, just
0: figuring out that channel for communication and appropriately is, is is something that a lot of the organizations miss,
1: yeah, yeah, internal communication is a big part of managing growth right right. Okay. that makes sense. And these priorities, you know, do they
0: change at the different stages of the company? I'm sure the answer is yes, but you know when you think about you know companies between, Startups and mid cap versus enterprises. Um, any any kind of overwhelming themes are in terms of how these priorities change as companies grow.
1: Well, it, if you're no longer high growth, meaning adding dramatically to headcount over time, the the relative importance of recruitment and onboarding and manager skills training starts to move around a little bit. Mm. When, when you're into more of a maintenance mode, which a lot of you know, larger, more stable, mature companies are. Your your challenges tend to be more about getting stuff done. You tend to build up and calcify some bureaucracy as you become a ten thousand, hundred thousand person organization. And you know, good luck to all of you that are headed that way. Um, it's nice to have that as a problem. But there's a uh, there's an author that I reference uh, a, a number of times. Larry Greiner, G R E I N E R, wrote some of the most important work on. Evolution uh, throughout a company's life cycle, how some of your challenges at one stage of growth become different challenges over time. And the answer to each challenge at the early stage becomes the next problem. So, you know, for example, you know, very early stage, it's it's chaos and you need to have somebody to tell you what to work on. Well, that's great. You you bring somebody in who's very clear and directive and but then that becomes its own problem because they're not delegating enough. So delegation becomes the next challenge. And then you're delegating too much and all your groups are, are doing their own thing. And then you need to coordinate at the next stage of, of evolution. So you know, I thought that was uh, you know, fabulous work. I, refer- it, it, I think he wrote that back in the, in the late 60s, frankly. Uh, hmm. But it's one of the top two most referenced Harvard Business Review articles of all time. Evolution and Revolution. Look it up. Um, but I think that that concept of different needs at different times, and the solution at one stage becomes right. the problem at the next, is really powerful.
0: Yeah, that's it's really interesting. Yeah, because right, it, it is the opposite of silver bullets, <laughs> right? Uh, it, you oh. know, organizations, people, stages, all of these things are you know changing things, and on top of that, you've got the just different trans external factors that are also
1: changing and affecting that. So um, interesting. Silver bullets. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody's looking for that answer. Everybody's looking for, you know, just give me the personality test that can tell me who to hire or <laughs> just give me the playbook to tell me what to do. And, um, I, I really believe that there is no such thing as a best practice. Mm. What's best for your company right now requires a little bit of critical thinking. If you're reading about some best practice, chances are it's from some larger organization that's already had its success, that has a name brand, because that's why they have an article written about them. Um, And and your issues at 25 people are probably different than LinkedIn's issues at 25,000 people. So be, be really cautious about applying somebody else's best practices to where your company's at right now.
0: Awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. I I love the, I love your thoughts on what is best practice. (laughs) No such thing. I love that. No such thing. Awesome. Um, Any other tips or thoughts um, as we wrap up this podcast for those executives, people, leaders thinking about um, and dealing with these high growth,
1: chaotic moments? Yeah, I'd, I'd say just succinctly have a plan you know trying to bring order to chaos starts with making some choices and bringing some clarity so what are the most important things to your overall organization right now it's okay to update that periodically and you know keep people aligned through really good internal communication so you know if if everything's a priority nothing will be a priority that's said a lot <laughs> but it's really true in these high growth high change environments so have a plan commit to it it can be scary because if you don't meet that plan, investors and employees will ask why. But if you don't have that plan, you'll really have trouble you know, moving forward. So, so go for it and pursue that progress with a clear plan of action. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Awesome. Um, well, thank you for your time here, Andrew. Where can the audience find you
1: and your thought leadership? Um, I have a website, seriesbconsulting.com. The the HR executive education program that I have is called People Leader Accelerator. And heck, if you want to follow me on LinkedIn as well, Andrew Bartlow. Not a lot of us out there. <laughs> perfect. Perfect.
0: Well, everyone, thank you for listening to Working with People by PaveStep. Feel free to check out other episodes on pavestep.com slash podcast. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks a lot.